and welcome to the Football Fig Nuts podcast, episode number 27. It is week 17 in the NFL, and guess what, folks? You're talking to the man. Because to be the man, uh-huh. you got to beat the man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm here too. I'm, I'm still here. Britt's here too. Hi, I'm Britt. I'm the loser. Uh, yeah, so Britt, I was in two championship games this weekend, yeah. this past weekend. Yeah. At work and in our league, mm-hmm. and um, I won both. Yeah, that's 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 nice. You beat me in the one that we were in together. Yeah, th- um, a personal thank you to Alshon Jeffrey who posted a zero for the first time since he wore a Chicago Bear uniform. Um, another personal fact: thank you to Devonte Freeman who had exactly zero points after he fumbled in the third quarter. That's what that was. Yep. Uh, again, a personal thank you to Greg Olson who decided not to get open uh, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and and again, another thank you to the Baltimore Ravens defense who looked at the Colts and went, we don't need to play defense. Bah. The final score of our game was approximately 155 to 86. So 58. Craig, 58. 58. So Craig won handily. Um, Thanks to uh, three people in particular. Now, the average score in our league, for the, because again, most folks don't are involved in our league, it's about 110 to 130 points. So Craig scoring 150 points is a pretty solid total, and there's no... There's no excuse for me losing to that other than Craig had a really great game. He played very strongly. But my team put up 198 points in the semifinal and it comes back with 86. You got to shake your head and go, man, yeah, what Greg, went um, wrong? Greg Olson gave you five points. Five points from Greg Olson. The, the week Ravens before he had defense, 29. The Ravens defense gave you eight. The week before was 22. <clears throat> yep. I mean, it's just it was it was just disgusting across the board. I mean, Cream Hunt did his job. Mark Ingram did his job. I think Ingram actually ended up with more points than Kamara. What did Kamara uh, end up with? They were with? tied. They were tied. Okay, so... 15 and, apiece. And I said that during the podcast. I said, whoever wins that matchup is going to end up winning the Super Bowl. And I was wrong because they were tied. So, yep. congratulations to Craig. Um, to celebrate, Craig and I are drinking a uh, aged beer, which we had to look up online to make sure it was safe to drink. <laughs> um, I'm convinced it's safe to drink. Craig still hasn't touched his. I drank it a little, uh, he, but I have another one. So. Well, yeah, but you need to drink the victory beer because if I'm going to get sick and die from this beer, I'm not going by myself. <laughs> no, of course not. That's not going to happen. We would we would look that up. But we're drinking a 2014 uh, aged uh, Igor's Dream Imperial Stout from Two Roads Brewing Company. Yeah. Um, it's a rare <coughs> release. They only release it in January. So the 2018 is coming up. So it is a four-year-old beer. And uh, it, and we did. We looked it up online. And I remember when I bought it about a year and a half ago, they told me, yep, as long as you keep it in a cool, dark place, it'll be fine. And I've done Oh, that. you bought this a, last year? Uh, and yeah. Half ago? Do you remember they did a special... They, I don't remember what the event was, but they did a special vault release. Oh, kind of like what they did a couple weeks ago? Yes, but you and I were both there. I bought you a bottle of this as well. I think you still have it sitting downstairs unless you wisely drank it earlier. No, I think it's still downstairs. It's still downstairs. Well, now you know it's still drinkable. So uh, so to celebrate and to celebrate the end of our first successful season as a podcast, I brought yeah. over this rare beer. <clears throat> so Craig will hopefully drink it. He's staring going at the to. glass. I don't know. I don't believe him. Craig's a little bit of a germaphobe, so but No, no, it's fine. I mean have- I've drinking I've drinking, drunken. Drank? Drank. Uh, you know, wine that's several years old. So yeah, and you know, it, it was corked. It was sealed the entire time. It was kept in a dark place. I, I don't have any qualms about it. If anything, you no. know what? I feel. I like mean, it has a really high alcohol content. So it has the be. high alcohol content before it has extra time to ferment. I have a feeling it refermented <laughs> because it is really strong. <laughs> I'm halfway through my glass, and I don't think I'm driving home. Oh. So, uh, and this, and we're only th- four minutes into the podcast. Perfect. So, th- yeah. Perfect. So this is going to be a good one, folks. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so, congratulations to Craig, a two-time yep. champion in our twenty-five-year-old yeah. league. He becomes that, a twenty-fifth um, champion. Has we had a? Because I won last year too. You yes, I think Adam, our commissioner, said you are now the fourth person to ever repeat as champion. Nice. I believe. I mean, a feat that our founder did not even uh, have happened to achieve. Before being in ceremoniously <laughs> removed for thinking nope. of cheating, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. well, uh, <laughs> nothing proven, nothing proven. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was good. It was in a fantastic. And, and cheers to both Adam and Craig for a fantastic season. Well done. I look back, I have no regrets on this season. So, but we will get into yep. seasonal stuff in the weeks ahead because we have got plenty of time to debate seasonal stuff. There is no we more do. seasonal to discuss. If you're no. still playing seasonal on week seventeen. You your have a league, weird league. Y- yeah, your league is either gigantic and has 32 teams and has a massive playoff system, or your commissioner's an idiot 
because I'll, the problem we're running into, and let's start there today, is people who sit. Let, yeah. I mean, we're already getting reports. Todd Gurley is going to sit this week. Uh, the Chiefs are resting Alex Smith. The Chiefs are probably going to rest. Um, now that these are guy. all teams that have clinched division titles. Or, or yeah, no. and, and and they're pretty much motionless. I believe there was one tiebreaker that would put the Chiefs into the three spot. They're locked into the four, but it requires a high number of things. Like four games have to go a certain way. A point total has to go a certain way. It's virtually impossible for the Chiefs to move out of the four slot. Uh, so they're resting their players because it's not going to happen. Um, Philly is pretty much locked into the one spot, so they're going to rest a lot of their key players this week. So yep. it makes week 17 a bit of a minefield. So, but, but mm-hmm. if your season long is over, there is still DFS. How'd you do this past week in DFS, Craig? How was your week 16? Um, for most of the day, I was up, or at least breaking even. And then the night game happened. Wow. And then I was not. Let me tell you a little story. So, Sunday, I was entertaining family because Sunday was Christmas Eve. We'll talk a little bit about Christmas too tonight. Um, and I had family over. My in-laws. Uh, I had a fair few beers to get through the, the evening. My yep. in-laws are lovely people, but politically we differ on a lot of things, and we have a lot of not. That's a lot why of God invented beer. Yeah, so I, I had a fair few beers um, that night, and, and then Craig stopped by later to keep me company and, and save me from um, insanity. They're again, they're lovely people. It's just I'm not the best entertaining folks that don't have a lot in common with me. I don't have a lot of interest outside of things like, I don't know, football. So if you don't care about football, it's hard to talk to me sometimes. So, except for my wife, for some reason, God bless her. Um, You're married. I am to a wonderful <laughs> woman. Uh, so where was I going with the story? I don't oh, know. All right. So at one point, Christmas Eve, I pick up my phone and I go to look because I played three different lineups in FanDuel and two di- three different lineups in De- DraftKings. And I decided I was going to just blow the account out. I don't wager a lot every week, 10 to 20 bucks. I wagered 30 bucks this week, almost 30 bucks. Maybe it was a 28.50 or whatever it was. I just blew up both my accounts, just put everything out on the table. I opened DraftKings and I've got like $16 wagered and it's returning like 22. I'm like, okay, well that's most of my double ups and most Not of my bad. 50 50s are hitting. I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to make money. I open up FanDuel and I've wagered $12 and I'm returning 136. Nice. And I almost fell out of my chair. I rubbed my eyes, took another sip of my beer, and looked again. And I was still returning $136 on $12 investment. So I looked down. I was first place in a $1 tournament that I had just tossed a lineup into. Like four guys. Eric Ebron, Kareem Hunt, uh, Matt Stafford, and Kenny Galladay had all recorded touchdowns in like the last 10 minutes or something like that. So I, I was like, oh my God. I'm and it's the third quarter. I'm like, and it's a it's a it's a, a Sunday only pool. I'm like, I am in great shape. It didn't happen, <laughs> <laughs> but all told, I wagered 28 and returned 43. Okay, doubles. Inclu- you know, so Ish, almost. Yeah, I mean, I I did okay. The one or two, one of the lineups on each site really bottomed out, and that's really what killed me. Um, but all my other returns were pretty solid, so I was I was happy. I was happy with my my week, and I am. I am up on the year now. The last three weeks have been really good, and I'm up, I'm up on the year. Nice. So I can't complain. Last year, last couple of years, it's happened earlier than this. I I have not had to wait so late in the year to get positive. I've been playing with house money by week 10 the last couple of years. This year was a little bit different. So, But again, like we've said a million times on the show, it's been a weird year. Very. So, burning hot take questions. <clears throat> Let's okay. get to it. All right. You want to start today? You want the uh, extra question, or you want to receive uh, first and get the extra question? Um, I'll get the extra question. Okay, so question the first is football. There are reports out of Detroit that Jim Caldwell is done. Okay. That he had to make the playoffs this year. A, do you believe those reports that the Lions would fire Jim Caldwell? And B, if they are, is that really fair given the fact that he plays in the NFC North where there was such great teams and they still have not built an even football team for him? Uh, how long has he been there? That's a fantastic question. That'd be the key to this, to this question. Three or four years, I think. I mean, he's no Marvin Lewis. No. How long has Marvin Lewis been in Cincy? 12 years. 12, no, years, he has not been years. there anywhere near <laughs> that long. 
He's All the right, second so, longest tenured coach outside so of. So give uh, me your thoughts while I look that up. What's his name? I'm. I don't know. I feel like. Uh, I feel like NFL teams expect ownership. Uh, they expect a lot more, a lot quicker. Yeah. Unlike you know baseball. You know baseball. I feel like you ha- there's a, a much more of a buffer between like when you get hired and when they expect results. Right. Uh, football is very, what have you done for me lately? It's true. In most cases. So I don't know. It's okay. So according to Wikipedia, okay. Since 2014. All right. So uh, I'm going to assume years. that's 14, 15, 16, 17. This would be his four, four years. Presuming that it was the beginning of 2014. It wasn't one of those mid season kind of shifts. It's been four seasons he's had there. Is that fair? No, I don't think it is. I agree, and here's why. Okay, so let, let me go over his records, all right? Okay. All right, so in Detroit, and don't forget, he was a head coach in Indy for a while, too. Mm-hmm. He was 11-5 and five in 2014, then 7-9, then 9-7. and seven. Right now, he's 8-7. and seven. Okay. So he's had one losing season. One. He's made playoffs two of the last three years. He probably will not make the playoffs this year. As a matter of fact, I think they're statistically eliminated already. Okay. So even at 9-7, and seven, I don't think they're making the playoffs. But he made the playoffs in 2014 and 2016. You're playing in the same division as the Green Bay Packers. You're playing in the, the same division as the rising Minnesota Vikings. And oh, by the way, back in 2014, the Bears weren't that bad. They were a pretty good franchise. Not so much now. No, now it's not. But you remember what I said? One of my bold predictions at the start of the season was that 10 wins would not be good enough in the NFC North because it was going to be yep. too competitive. Yep. They're going to get close at 9-7. and seven. It's not 10 wins, so it's not a fair assessment. But I'm sorry. I look at that team, and I see a quarterback who still doesn't know how to read a defense. Right. I see a lot of raw potential wide receivers who have never gotten advanced coaching. And I look in the backfield and ask myself, who is the lead back? Amir Abdullah? Maybe. That other guy who got hurt? Probably. I mean, supposedly they've already started sending scouts to evaluate running backs. That They're going to draft a running back in the first round. Yeah, that's the rumor on the street. So they're going to draft a running back. Oh. Is it really? I don't think it's fair to fire this guy. No, no. He's made he's made the playoffs two out of three years with a no-name defense. Name yeah. a single member of that defense. Uh, no. Well, and Dominican used to be there, but he's he gone there, now, right? He's gone, yeah. Okay. There, a, no, a no-name defense, a Brett Favre before he had a quarterback whisperer type quarterback, and a bunch of wideouts who all think they should be, who all have the, the Keyshawn Johnson attitude of just throw me the ball every single time, and if it's intercepted, it must be your fault. Yep. And you're going to blame the head coach for that? Yeah, no. You need better assistance. You need better skill you position a, guys. Yeah. You need, a, need just a better cohesiveness. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? You, the argument could be made. Mm-hmm. That's the head coach's issue. Ah, it really depends on the ownership, too. That's true, too. True too. All right, so we both agree. Jim Caldwell does not deserve to be fired, and I hope he gets an opportunity somewhere right. else. I'm going to cue something up. I mean, go I for it. Doubt, you know, no one listens to this, so we're not going to get flagged. So this, I'm going to play music. Oh God! Quick clip. Yeah. And it's going to re- kind of set up my question. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? All right, I guess. I'm going to play it. So my not, one of our mics should pick it up. We're doing this live. Doing it live. Wait. It's coming. Getting there. Oh, Jesus. This is Craig's victory dance right here. <laughs> you know the song this Puppets. is, right? <laughs> of course I do. This is Vince McMahon's so, theme from the WWE. Vince McMahon. Just as a quick aside, Jim Johnson, who yeah. wrote that song, yeah. is a friend of my sister-in-law, so I doubt right. we're getting sued. Oh, good, good, good. Nice guy, too. Met him at their wedding. Really nice guy. Was that their wedding? Yeah. Oh, I was yes. at their wedding. Yes. Hmm. Yes. As we were, all right, so two-second story. 
we were in the reception line, and my brother leans over and goes, this next guy is Sherry's boss. And the guy walks over and goes, hi, I'm Jim. And I went, hi, I'm Britt. I'm the groom's brother. Um, Just want to say I love your work. Don't want to keep you up. And he went, oh, thanks. Like, he didn't, like, you know who I am? How? No <laughs> one's ever seen me before. I don't ever make appearances on WWE. You only hear my music. Well, my brother had cheated and told me who he was, so. Nice. Nice guy, I, and yeah, that's he, he won't he'll, he won't have a problem. <laughs> so uh, Vince cashed out a hundred million dollars of his stock. I heard that he needs uh, to free up some money and some time. I hear he is um, possibly he uh, bought the copyright to "He Hate Me." What? Yeah, yeah. he bought the copyright to the name. Why? Uh, because Rod Smith uh, dropped it in 2012. Yeah, but why would he want it now? Uh, well. Um, he's also investigating some other. He's retrademarking the XFL stuff. Why? Well, maybe the XFL will be a thing again. <sighs> That's Bert opening a new beer. So, knowing okay after their first foray into football. Yeah. Now Brit's falling over in the chair. Yeah. No, I was actually leaning to grab the cap. I dropped. So. Um, yeah. So. Learning what they did the first time, because I feel like the first time they did the XFL, it was a good idea, except they promoted it like Raw. Yes. Which was the problem. Didn't Jesse Ventura have like a he spat was, with one of the coaches? He think, I think he did. <laughs> he, was, he was broadcasting. They had, and they had something with Vince, with one of the players or Vince, like in the cheerleaders locker room. It was essentially like being on Raw. But anyway, you know, I did like some of their rules. They had... Like the scramble? Did you like the scramble for possession at the beginning of the games? Yeah. yeah. No. No fear, bad idea. No fear catch. That, no. These are all... <laughs> in the well, player safety era, these are all uh, bad ideas. Well, anyway, knowing what they learn now and knowing yeah. that there's a giant gap between when football and starts and ends. Yeah. Or ends and starts, rather. Yeah. Do you think it could work if he doesn't if, put it on Friday nights? If he... If he goes with more traditional football rules, if, say, yes. say it's more of e- even if it's indoor football or Canadian football, either okay. way. You need a coin flip. None of the scramble BS. The first time somebody gets a head injury, your 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 league is done. Two, none of this crazy wrestling promotional Jack Jersey stuff. It's got to go. Three, just play football and put it at the right times. Your target audience during the off season is football meccas like Pennsylvania and Texas and California, where all the recruits come from. Well, you know where they are on Friday nights? They're watching live football at the high schools and colleges because that's what life is like down there. My brother went to Penn State and he told he would say, you know, Saturday, Penn State, you know, college, college, um, sorry, State College, Pennsylvania was a ghost town if the team was away and it was nightmarish until two minutes before kickoff and then it was a ghost town during games when they were home friday nights was the same thing because everyone went to the local high schools to see who they should recruit you know so you can't do so if he puts it on wednesday <sighs> tuesday thursday saturday and i think you got to do spring that's it you got to so do, do it spring. from march to june yes Kind of like how the WNBA chases the NBA season into the summer and tries to bridge that gap. I think if you did that, you might have some success. You might. I think Didn't that might have be. an arena football team in Connecticut. Yes, my brother was a season ticket holder. I went to several games. But it was a Wolfpack. No. Uh, the Wolfhounds. Wolf. It was like a submarine thing. Oh yeah. Was it the Wolfpack? No, no, no that's hockey. No, no, it was it was the Sea Wolves. That's what I'm thinking of. The Seawolves. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah, and Hartford, the Hartford Civic Center. We went to several games. Yep. I got a real funny arena football story for two seconds. Sure. We were there for a game. I think it was against the Albany Firebirds, which the quarterback was Steve McNair's older brother. Oh, jeez. <laughs> which was weird. And that was when Steve McNair was actually in the NFL. Rest his soul. But um, we were sitting there, and two minutes in, and the on the kickoff, the kicker for the uh, Hartford Seawolves or Connecticut Seawolves, whatever they were at the time, because they did change their names a couple times, gets ejected. He, The guy gets around the pack and is breaking off, and the, the Seawolf kicker plows him into the sideboards. Okay. And, when, and then Lord's... there's no out of bounds. Yeah, there's no out of bounds. If you touch the sideboards, you're out. So you can check people, basically, into being out of bounds. 
So he hits him into the out of bounds and then lords over him and like kicked him while he was down. It was just really rude and nasty about it. So they ejected him. Okay. Well, you only carry like a 25 man roster on those teams. Mm-hmm. You only have one guy who can kick. It's a kicker slash punter role. Oh. And he gets ejected on the opening kickoff. And now, like, and, and like, the confusion was clear. What do we do now? It got to the point where, and, like, again, you didn't, you could kick field goals because it was only a 50-yard field. You could kick 50-yard indoor field goals. You could be standing on your, your own 10 or 15-yard line and kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. This team would literally be fourth in goal from, like, it's four and going for it because they had no one who could kick the extra point that particular mm-hmm. game. Huh. was absolutely amazing. It was uh, if you've never been to arena football, go see an arena football game. It is it's worth seeing or highlight. Or highlight. Don't get me started on highlight. This might become a highlight podcast during <laughs> the offseason. I don't know. I miss highlight. Right we'll now. have a big uh, audience in Florida. There you go. That's it. Daria will be bustling every Saturday night with our podcast. Yep. Okay, so question right. third. Yep. Back to me. Let's go to the holidays. Craig what was your favorite Christmas present this year? What did you get that just was like, oh, I love it. Uh, my favorite Christmas present yeah. this year. <clears throat> Sorry, I was going to start a whole Steve Martin thing. You could. <laughs> my first wish for Christmas would be, would be oh, peace God. on Earth. No, skip that. That'll be second. No. Um, huh. Favorite present so far. Oh, I thought this would be easy for you. Well, I mean, winning. Uh, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Actual. <laughs> I, that was not a gift for oh. me. I assure you. Oh, it wasn't you. a gift from you? No. Oh, damn it. No. Damn. Although I do think you should donate a small portion of your winnings. So that's one guy. Yep. So one guy had Todd Gurley and Todd Gurley obviously had a monster last couple of weeks. Yeah. Scored 44.19 points last week and whatever his format was. He donated forty four dollars and 19 cents of his winnings. To Dodd, Todd Gurley's charitable uh, foundation. So, who was your big guy? It was Dion Lewis, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your favorite guy is Alvin Kamara, right? Alvin Kamara does have a charity, I think, in New Orleans that does uh, stuff for school kids. Mm-hmm. Whatever his score was, eighteen, nineteen points. You should donate that much in dollars to his foundation. And I know we win like ten times the amount. We don't. It's not. It's not a big money league, but you get a couple hundred bucks out of it. You could yeah. afford to send 20 bucks to Alvin Kamara's foundation. Maybe. Maybe one day. Maybe players will play harder for you. That's if right. They think that the, you know, their 30 <laughs> points is going to lead to to donations. So. Okay, so favorite Christmas right. gift. Honest Christmas gift. Nothing. Honest yeah, Christmas wood, gift? Yeah. Probably my PlayStation controller. Really? I was thought you would go with the, the Woodford. Didn't you get a nice bottle of Woodford Reserve? I did. The problem with that, the Woodford Reserve is... I have to. That's I have to like pace myself. Yeah, thanks for that. offering me some of that when I got here. By the way, well, thanks. you're still here. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just drank a four year old <laughs> bottle, a four year old glass of stout that I'm pretty sure was well, part, it's partly because alcohol. I got that gift partly because um, the last time last year, my brother and my nephews were here. Yeah, two of them. Uh, they drank most of what I had left. So this <laughs> Woodford is some good stuff. I'll give you that. It's not my favorite. See, it, my new PlayStation controller, I can use that every day and not worry about it, you know, running out. Is Woodford Reserve a bourbon? Yes. Okay, see, I, I'm a Scotch guy, and I understand bourbon and Scotch are essentially the same thing. Just oh, yeah, it's, yeah, we just lost people on the podcast. No, but I mean, they're essentially <laughs> the same liquor, except bourbon is made specifically a certain way in certain areas yep. of the country. And Scotch um, uses bourbon barrels or whiskey barrels yes but at the at their at their um at their core bourbon whiskey and scotch are related right they're in this okay so I'm, not, I'm not poo-pooing bourbon i'm not saying that i'm just right. saying there is a brotherhood there they're like cousins to each other yes so i'm a scotch guy i haven't found one yet that i drink all would drink have i ever the brought you the Macallan? no okay we need to have some Macallan. we need to have that we need to bring some uh, maybe next podcast we'll do some Macallan. All right. We do our season wrap up next week. We're a half hour in, and we have we not spoken about, about DFS yet. Everyone just unsubscribe from this podcast, except for Deb. Hi, Deb. <laughs> hi, Deb. She is sitting at her desk, just sitting there doing her thing and waiting for us to say hi. So, yep. hi, Deb. You need to say it. Need to hi, say it. Deb. Okay, there you go. 
Um, my favorite Christmas gift, yeah. and this is one you're going to want to come over and, and, and enjoy as well. Yep. My brother bought me the SNES Classic. I have the Super Nintendo Classic currently hooked up. Nice. I spent an hour today playing Super Mario RPG. There's no Super Tecmo Bowl. There is no suit. There's no football games on this. That's sad. No. There's only like 15 games on it, but they're That's really sad. solid games. And they include the unreleased Star Fox 2 on it. Oh, Which nice. was apparently developed and never released for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. my in-laws, my sister-in-law Kelly and her husband Chris, bought me the Atari 2600 with all the wow, preloaded look at games you. on it. So I can go home and play Pitfall. And I have the Intellivision play. behind us. I know. I mean, we, we're just retro gaming heaven right now. Could so. be. Could be. Very so yeah, a very good. I'm glad. I hope you had a good holiday. You had a good holiday. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely. That's other excellent. than working, but yes. Well, you know, I mean, you work for Apple, and in the retail division of it, it's a very busy time of year for you. So, yes, understandably, you know, everybody's buying gift cards and getting stuff before Christmas, and then everybody comes in the week after Christmas to redeem said gift cards and get phones and accessories. <laughs> yeah, everybody's. A lot of people are off. I went to the mall this morning and was shocked at the volume of people inside of it. Gift cards can be used online. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Suggestion from Craig. Skip the wait. Okay. Let's right. be fair. What's the average wait in your store this week? Uh, like 40 minutes-ish? Yeah, 30, 20 to 40 minutes. 20 to 40 minutes. And you can order online and it will ship to you. You don't have to leave your house. Right. And if you're in the Northeast right now, it's cold outside. It's like 10 degrees right now. You want to stay in your house. So there's that. Yep. All right. Let's talk about football. Okay. Let's talk about um, DFS. I'm not going to talk about season long options today because I don't care to and because most leagues are done. So <laughs> let's talk about DFS. If you're and this is a great thing, folks. If you are if you're a season long player and you've never done DFS, now is the time to try it. Take 10 bucks. Deposit it. DraftKings or FanDuel. Use the links that Craig will put out on Twitter because I'm reminding him to. And we get bonuses when you guys sign up under us. Somebody else signed up under us recently and we got a $10 bonus. I turned that into 30 bucks and it cashed out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's an opportunity. It's a win-win. You get to try it. There's a lot of free pools. If you don't want to have to deposit, you can just set up an account and just play free. There's options there. So it's a great time to do it. Let's talk about quarterbacks in week 17. Craig. Okay. Who do you like this year, this week at quarterback? Hold on. I'll talk about who I you like. You go at first. Um, the metric loves Matt Stafford on DraftKings uh, because he's at home against Green Bay, and uh, th- while neither team has anything to play for, they think Stafford's going to ball out. It also likes, and I don't understand why Jameis Winston. All right, what is up with Jameis Winston? I, you know, what I read, is he doing? I read somewhere that Jameis Winston... Is he drunk? <laughs> Jameis Winston is like over the last... What is this? His third year? I don't know. I read somewhere... One of the analysts on Twitter said people poo-poo Jameis Winston, but he's like the only quarterback to reach the following benchmarks and put up stuff like minimum rush, minimum pass. He's consistent, but he's spotty. And again, that's again that's that's half how I lost the Super Bowl to you. Alshon Jeffrey is a... You look at his season-long numbers... He's going to have like 100 catches for 1,200 yards, but they come in bunches. Same thing with Jameis Winston. His points come in bunches. Yeah, but did you see what he did? He went after a referee. Oh, are you talking about his insanity and not his play quality? Yes. Yes. Like, He's, what is he doing? He is He is extremely competitive. Uh, he went to Florida State. He had a lot of success at Florida State. Yeah, I know. They switched the gold chains around and all that. I know. Well, that's that's Miami. Miami, Miami's sorry. Miami's the one with the yeah, chains. Florida. But yeah, but yes, it's it, he, he's just he's on a team that's very lackluster that can't put it together. that can't put the pieces in around him. You know, I mean, um, oh God, why am I drawing a blank on the, the running back who got suspended? I don't know. Could be Tampa a lot Bay, of Tampa Bay running back. Martin. Yes. Doug Martin, the muscle hamster, who as soon as he said to me, don't want you to stop calling me muscle hamster, started to stink really, really bad. He was supposed to be better. Mike Evans. Mike Evans would be a tremendous wide receiver if he could learn to stop pushing defenders away from him when the ball is heading in his direction. He, it was a game two weeks ago. I saw him push off three times and he was upset. He got called for pushing off and it was not even like small. It was like, get out of my way, kid. You know, the pieces just aren't there for him. 
And and I, I think he's just frustrated. I think Tampa should be a lot better than they are. So and this week I think they've got a good shot because they're playing against New Orleans. Um and New Orleans is trying to, to formulate its spot. I think they can potentially move up to the three spot. So New Orleans is playing for something. Winston's playing to try and, you know, mess over with New Orleans. So I like him that this week. Who do you like in the quarterback ranks? Um <clears throat> so Again, I'm I'm looking more at matches up matches up match matchups up. this week are key are key. key and teams that need to win right. You know who needs to win? Atlanta. Atlanta does need to win this week. They're playing Carolina, but they are playing at home. Yeah, there is still a pot. Already for this, I heard this on the radio on the way over. Mm-hmm. There is a singular scenario in which the Carolina Panthers could be the two seed. Really? I don't know. I didn't have a chance to look into it. I find that hard to believe, but I'll, I'll look it up now while we're talking. I don't think, I don't think it's possible. Yep. But you know, um, another one is, and I know people probably aren't going to like this one is Flacco. Because the Ravens have to win. They have to win. They're playing at home and they're playing the Bengals. Yeah, they have to win to get in. The end. It's that simple. Uh, or the Bills have to lose, and the Titans have to lose. But yeah, I was looking at the um, the projected possibilities, and it's it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And there goes Britt's phone. There goes Britt's phone somewhere. It's by your feet. Um, I was trying to find out if there was actually a possibility that the Panthers could slip into the two seed. I don't think that's really possible. I don't think so. <clears throat> but I remember seeing something about that. Um, but as far as running backs go, unless you had another quarterback. No, those are the two I had. Okay. Yeah, go to running backs while I look this up. Um, so running backs, <clears throat> again, is another one of those things where it's hard to tell because people are going to be resting. Um, okay. uh, the first one I would go with is McCaffrey because he does catch. Um, he has potential to have a really big game. I know this last week he kind of had a kind of black game, but, um, and the other one I'm going for value, uh, is Marshawn Lynch. Cause I feel like Oakland can try to be like a spoiler. You know, the metric has him high too. I'm not big on Marshawn in general. So I'm not really big on him this week either, but the metric loves him. Let me pull that up now. The metric has him for 15 points, and he's only 4,400. That is 0.35. That's a 0.3. Mm-hmm. It loves him. And you ready for the other guy it loves? Yep. Derrick Henry. Really? Because Tennessee is still technically playing is for... Is he still playing? Like, is he still yes, starting? DeMarco is hurt. Wow. And is probably going to play this week, but Henry looks like he's going to get... I have him slated for 21 points. So, you know, it's kind of a hit or miss. But here's the thing. Tennessee has to be Jacksonville this week. Jacksonville's loss to San Francisco last week put Jacksonville in a situation where it could slide down and lose a division. So this is a big game for them, and they didn't want it to be a big game for them. I mean, t- honestly, if you ask me what I think, I think Tennessee's going to get killed this week. More Absolutely than likely. Killed. All right, I'm looking at the, the, the standings here. Minnesota's twelve and three. Carolina's eleven and four. It's okay. So if Carolina and Carolina's playing who this week? New Orleans? Carolina's playing Atlanta. In Atlanta. If Carolina and Atlanta has to win. If Carolina were to win this week and New Orleans were to lose, Carolina would win the division and a Minnesota loss would put them both at twelve and four. Yes, according yep. to this, according to this, Minnesota <laughs> to has phone. Not, Minnesota. Oh, I'm looking at ESPN right now. Oh. Minnesota has not clinched a bye. There is a tiebreaker where the Carolina Panthers could go 12 and four. It will require New Orleans and Minnesota to lose, and I'm sure other tiebreakers to occur. So that means Minnesota, New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta all have skin in the game. Those are all teams that need to win this week. That makes them all excellent plays. Yep. So, all right. So I had Derrick Henry. 
Marshawn Lynch. Um, I have a couple of flyers. You want to hear some flyers? You want to sure. hear some some guys who you've never heard from before? Yeah. But the metric likes because you've never heard from them before. <laughs> Let's. Uh, it likes Isaiah Crowell, by the way. Malcolm Brown. Who? Exactly. Thirteen point seven sec. Uh, 13.7 points. I think he's the backup for Todd Gurley, but Gurley's going to rest this week. So he is a huge sleeper this week. So if you want a flyer and you want to put money on a flyer, go for it. Brandon Oliver. They're probably going to rest everybody. Eckler still hurts. So they want Eckler healthy if they can get him there. They're going to rest Melvin Gordon. Well, that's not really true because the Chargers have to win. So the Chargers. Right. Gurley is the one not playing. Right. So, I mean, I, I think, it, but I mean, with Eckler Hurd, he's probably going to see a larger role. So that's what I have at running. Those are, those are the, the flyers I have at running back. Wide receiver, even more flyers here. Let's start with who the metric likes. The metric loves Jarvis Landry and T.Y. Hilton. Really? Why does it like T.Y. Hilton? I don't know, because Houston's really bad. Mm. Um, and Jarvis Landry is playing against Buffalo, and Miami has a chance to uh, play spoiler. And Cutler came out this week and said he'd be interested in continuing his career. So, oh, jeez. But only if he's a starter. So that says to me, I'm going to go out there this week, and I'm going to push hard against Buffalo because I want somebody to sign me next year. Yep. Who do you like at Whiteout? Um, I do like Diggs. They're playing Chicago. Too spotty. I, I'm just not a big Diggs guy. Um, <clears throat> the other one I like is Cole on Jacksonville. He's had last three weeks. He's really had over a hundred yards. Really solid. He's come on really strongly like, and he's still ch- like relatively cheap. He's like Marquise Goodwin. I mean, I've been on Marquise Goodwin for like the last six weeks, essentially. And now he's essentially, he's too expensive to use now, but back when he was 3,200, you could use him. Yep. Uh, you know, Crowder's playing the giants. You just don't know who they're going to throw to. Yeah, that's the, only, that's the only problem. All right, some flyers. Yep. Roger Lewis, New York Giants. Flyer. Ryan Grant, Washington Redskins. Flyer. I have them both for 12 points. Um, Jermaine Curse, Remember him? Yeah. I have him for 12 points this week. So those are guys who are cheap and could be good flyers. And um, also Mike Wallace. Well, they got to win that game. They need him to play. Yeah, because uh, what's his name is still hurt, I think. Yeah. Yeah, drink your stout. Barely touch your stout. I'm just going to wait for me to see if I keel over first, but that's okay. I am. All right. No, it's definitely double fermented itself. It's definitely stronger. Like, beer doesn't usually affect me. Like, this I hit can me feel, hard. I can feel this. <laughs> this hit me hard. I finished mine. You did. And I weigh twice as much as what you do. So, all right, tight ends. Who do you like in the tight end ranks? Uh, let's go back to that list. The metric and I have one guy that we're like, yes, please. <laughs> we used him last week, who's, too. Who's that guy? And who's that guy? Antonio Gates. Last week was $2,500, and I think it was the first or second pass he caught was a touchdown. Yep. If you catch a pass in a PPR system for a touchdown... And you're under three thousand. You're automatically value. It just happens. automatically. It well, think about it. It's six. It's a seven point play, and you're twenty five hundred. That's two point five times three is seven point five. You are a half a point away from value, and that's not counting any yardage. And it was like a fifteen yard touchdown. So there's another point and a half. Yep. He's at value. That's it. You have one catch for ten yards and a touchdown, and you're under three thousand. You are going to be at value. And Antonio Gates was. Hunter Henry continues to be hurt. This is probably, and I'm going to go out bold prediction, this is Antonio Gates' last professional game if they don't make the playoffs. think so. I think so. I think you can expect him to come out and, um, and really be putting it on. What do you got? You know, and it, these are the two most expensive ones, but it's because of who they're playing. Right. Is Kelsey and Gronk. I'm not sold on Kelsey because the Mahomes Jets, is starting. The Jets and the Broncos cannot cover tight ends. We also don't know how much we're going to see of Kelsey. And we're seeing Pat Mahomes for the first time all year. That's why I'm off of Kelsey. Makes I sense. Makes off sense. of Kelsey, he is he is a tournament play. And then Jesse James is playing Pittsburgh. Jesse all right, James he's playing Cleveland. That's a, that's a And does Pittsburgh need this game at all? No. Yes. Do they? No, they don't. 
They won the division, didn't they? Yes, but there's a buy situation with it. Oh, that's right. Hold Between on, them I'm looking. and the Patriots. Yes, the one seed in the AFC has not been secured yet. If Pittsburgh wins and New England loses, Pittsburgh would be the one seed. It would have home field throughout at 13-3. and three. So they are playing for home field advantage right now. They have secured a bye. They can't be worse than the two seed, but they could also be the one seed if they can win and New England loses. How huge is that Kansas City-New England game on opening week now? It's huge. The Chiefs lose that Huge. game like they were, quote-unquote, supposed to. And New England is resting its starters this week at 13-2. and two. Nobody, They're not worried. No. It's huge. It's <laughs> gigantic. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Um, it's, it's a huge game. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Okay, I'm sorry. Moving on. Uh, defenses because of matchups. Um, okay, so Gates. By the way, oh. my backup is is Jason Witten, and for reasons because oh, right. it's, it's against Philly. And hard hit in Jason Witten. Yeah, he's been good at times, so I'm going with him. So, Fair. what about defense? What do you got? Uh, <clears throat> matchup based again. Um, the Vikings playing Chicago. I don't like the Vikings in DraftKings just because they're 3,900. They're the second most expensive. And the Steelers are uh, playing Cleveland. Steelers are number three on the DraftKings list. They're the third most expensive, who's, so I don't like them. Who's two? Vikings are two. Who's one? The Jaguars. Tennessee is Jaguars, not good. In FanDuel, it's it's mixed up. It's Vikings, Steelers, Jaguars. I, I kind of hope, I would love for Tennessee to somehow sneak into the playoffs. and then because So here's the thing. Tennessee would have to beat Jacksonville this week. It, at home. They're at home against Jacksonville. Right. They would have to win that game to make the playoffs. That would make them the sixth seed, most likely. There's a couple different scenarios, but most likely the sixth seed. Do you know where the sixth seed would play next week in the AFC? Where? At Jacksonville. Wow. They would have to go from hosting Jacksonville in a must-win game to make the playoffs to going to Jacksonville in a must-win game where your reward would be to go to either New England or Pittsburgh, depending on how that shakes out this week. <laughs> You know, I can see the Jets winning this week. Against New England? Mm-hmm. Who's I Pittsburgh could, playing? Cleveland? I can see it, yeah. Can Pittsburgh lose to Cleveland? It's happened before. It's happened. It could happen it again. It has happened before where Pittsburgh has been in a it's great if we win, but we don't absolutely have to situation, and Cleveland has snuck in and won. It has happened before. Yep. So, you know, I... If New England and Pittsburgh both went into their off week on losses, oh, I'd be a happy camper. I'd love that. That'd be nice. I still think Pittsburgh is like the, the shadiest team on earth. <laughs> I, and, I, and I know we have a lot of supporters that are big Pittsburgh guys. The guys at 360 football are big supporters of ours, and they're, they're, big, they're big Pittsburgh fans. They are. That's okay. You know, so... All right, so that's what we we're going to do with DFS. That's that's our suggestion. Oh, my my defensive team. I never gave it to you. I, the metric loves Seattle. Really, love Seattle Playing for eight Arizona. points, and they're like a, a they're like seventh or eighth down the line. They're not going to make value, but they're the uh, best value pick right now according to DraftKings my projections. So, um, really quick before we sign off uh, for what's going to be the last week of the season. Next time you hear from us, it'll be playoff football, and it will be all about playoff matchups and DFS playoff matchups. That's right. The thought just ran right there it out goes. of my head. Oh my god! It just left Fritz' brain. It just it just flew That's out of the my four head. That's the forty-year-old beer. Oh, James Harrison. We haven't talked about James Harrison. Yeah, people are mad at him. What do you think? He's just ring hunting. So this is what he's, he's doing. The Bernie Kosar. Pretty much because he Bernie Kosar um, went to Dallas. Was like, I'll back up Troy Aikman. Sure. He went Pittsburgh. Did he? Was he on the Ravens? Might have been at some point. He was on the Bengals for a year, like the last time they made it to the playoffs. Well, I'm thinking more specifically about the way he left Pittsburgh. How do you feel? Uh, I can see why the team's upset or people are upset at him. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go conspiracy theorist on you right now. Okay. So this is the, uh, we're like the 44 minute ish mark. Yep. Cue up the weirdo Brits conspiracy music on uh, this one. Okay. All right. I'll look that up. It's total BS, the narrative coming out of Pittsburgh. Now, again, I've been very anti-Pittsburgh this year. I have thought they have been very shady and yep. very non-sportsman. 
if he was falling asleep in meetings, they'd be fining and suspending him. If he was skipping practices, they'd be fining and suspending him. If he was just detrimental to the team in general, and that's carefully chosen words, detrimental to the conduct, conduct detrimental to the team, they'd be fining and suspending him. To the best of my knowledge, he had zero fines and suspensions levied on him by the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. So when the Steelers come out and go, oh, he was a terrible teammate. He didn't do this. He didn't do this. He didn't do this. That's all stuff. When Martavius Bryant stood up and said, hey, man, they don't use me enough. I want out of Pittsburgh. They suspended him. It happened. The one line you cannot cross is Mike Tomlin's line. He'll let you cross every line in the book. He will let you show up officials. He will let you cheap hit people. He will do whatever it takes to win, but he will never let you show up Mike Tomlin. This guy supposedly showed up Mike Tomlin every chance he got and never got disciplined short of being cut. I don't believe that for a second. Not for a heartbeat do I believe the narrative coming out of the the Pittsburgh locker room right now that he was a terrible teammate and they cut him because he was a terrible teammate. I don't. And it sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory. And I admit that. So what do you think it was? I think he was old. He was not performing up to their expectations. He wanted out when he was not getting played. And they cut him. And they held him as long as possible as punishment for not still being James Harrison at 38, 39 years old, however old he is. I have no idea, honestly. 39. 39, as he was when he was 30. They punished him by saying, no, you will sit there and get paid, and you will show up for meetings, and you will show up for practice, and every week we will make you think you have a chance to play, and the list you is inactive. And then... When we are on the verge of a title run, we will cut you. I think it was petty by the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it was calculated by Mike Tomlin. And I think it was a power play by their front office. And that's completely... I have nothing to back (laughs) that up, folks. But I'm just saying, look at how they handle Martavius Bryant. Yeah, they did suspend him. They suspended him when he had the audacity to tweet that he wanted to play more. This guy supposedly fell asleep in team meetings when he bothered to show up. No fines, no suspensions. Skipped practices, no fine, no suspension. Was a terrible teammate, no fine, no suspension. Refused to go to the hospital to see Ryan Shazier, no fine, no suspension. I don't buy it. The narrative is too carefully calculated on the Steelers' end. And you know who's saying absolutely nothing? Who? James Harrison. He is smiling in pictures next to Tom Brady on Instagram and saying absolutely nothing. He sit, people are sitting there saying he burnt his legacy in Pittsburgh. I'm saying if he did, good for him. Because what I'm hearing from James Harrison is absolute silence. And what I'm hearing from the Pittsburgh Steelers is, oh, we just put up with his crap. And that is not how Mike Tomlin operates, except when, particularly when it targets him. And that's what I'm seeing there. So I, I had to go off on that rant there. Craig is looking at me it's like, good. oh my God, our listenership like just went from like 37 to 12. Or it just went from 37 to 50. Right. I don't <laughs> buy for a minute. And I'm not saying some of the stuff they're saying isn't true, but I'm not buying for a minute that the Pittsburgh Steelers, again, They suspended Martavius Bryant for a series of tweets he deleted an hour after he was frustrated. They're going to tell me they put up with this guy for 15 weeks and then suddenly decided to do something about it? I don't think so. No. No. I agree. The way you said that, um, I I agree with you. It's possible. It makes sense. It's a conspiracy theory. It is. It's, it's, It's probably more plausible than Pizzagate. Probably, you know, that. please don't go to the Pittsburgh Steelers organization demanding answers or anything like that, <laughs> like that terrible thing that happened with that. You know, I mean, it's bad enough. Did you see that? The, the uh, we got like five minutes left. Or yeah, less. yeah. Did you see the uh, employee who tried to tried to run over an employee at Lambeau Lambeau Field last week? 
I heard about that. As a I saw the service, headline. It was a food service employee who was disgruntled and just happened to be driving by the stadium and saw the guy who fired him or something like that. Tried to literally run him over with his car and ram him to the wall. Ended up driving into Lambeau's like loading dock area before being stopped. Damn. That's all kinds of wrong. Seriously, folks, if you get fired from a job, I understand that's not pleasant. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody's been, you know, I, I, I can remember one time and I won't go into details about the story where I packed up my stuff and I looked at my boss and said, you're going to regret this decision in 15 minutes. I'm the best employee you've ever had. And they hired somebody 10 times better five minutes after I was out the door. So <laughs> it always it always feels really, really bad when you're going out the door. Yeah, you I got don't some, try to kill people over. I it. got some. Somebody uh, got fired before me, literally. They were doing the same day. Like we oh, were filling God, out, that's the worst. When like they we were lined filling up. out forms. So he comes back into the office and just looks at me. And he starts getting his bag and he's going through his desk. And I didn't really like it didn't really click in my head. Right. And the woman was at the door and she's like, OK, Craig, you're next. That's exactly what she said to me. Yeah, you're next. Yeah. She said, you're next. And then we went to the HR office. The HR woman's crying. Tears like coming down her face, and the other woman's just sitting there. That is why I could never do HR. I'm a manager in my daytime role, and I've I, I have not had to. I've, I've Deb knows what we're talking about, right? Well, exactly. Anyway, yeah. Hi, Deb. <laughs> I have never. My agency has a very simple policy. The only person who makes final decisions about hiring, firing is our CEO. We're a company of about 500 people, 700 people. It's not like we're like this multinational corporation or anything like that. And but there have been times where we've had significant issues and he has pulled me aside and said, Britt, do we need to cut this person? And that is a terrible decision to make that keeper cut situation. And, you know, I work in the nonprofit field and in Connecticut, we've been cut pretty continuously over the last three years in October, the state of Connecticut came back to me and said, by the way, cut 10% of your budget. That becomes, you know, am I going to have to cost someone their job? And that's, that's a terrible feeling. So I'm I'm with the HR person there because I, that's just a terrible feeling. It yeah. Makes me wonder how people in like front offices at like major league um, level sports do it. It's, well, uh, they don't. Well, I mean the people they employ make giant amounts of money. So yeah, that's true. That doesn't. I don't think it really affects them. That's true. <laughs> So this is the last time we'll be coming to you before New Year's. So a very happy New Year's to everybody. Please be safe and be happy. If you are in the Bridgeport, Stratford, Milford, Connecticut area, uh, we will be hosting. Craig is going to try to get there. Again, retail hours make it difficult, but he's doing his best. We are hosting a party at Two Roads Brewery in Stratford, Connecticut uh, from 12 to 5 on New Year's Eve. You know, come warm up, grab a six pack, come have a beer, just walk in the door and announce, hey, I'm looking for Britt from the football fig nuts and I shall appear. Be happy to talk football with you he and have a mayor. beer. Yeah, I am the mayor, the unofficial mayor of Two Roads. Yeah, that's that 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 joke does exist. So, um, but you know, whatever you're doing, please be safe, be happy. DFS folks, we still have a couple more weeks of playoffs ahead of us, and then we're going to go into off season mode. But uh, you what know, we do then, we have no idea. We're working on it. We're working on. It. We'll do it live. <laughs> you know. But in the meantime, everybody, be safe, be happy. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Um, the last 17 weeks have been gruelingly fast. Yeah. So huh? That's the best way to put it. So uh, God bless America. God bless you all. Good luck in week 17. And I am Britt. I'm Craig. And this is the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <laughs>